0: Clayton. John Clayton. Hey,
1: Mom! I'm done with my segment!
0: This is the Coors Light Cold Hard Facts with John Clayton.
1: Brought to you by Coors Light. Made
0: to chill. We're talking football with the professor, John Clayton. You guys know the drill. If you've got a question for John, text it in right now to 710-710. We'll try to get to some of your questions before we let him go for the day. Hello, John. Hello, guys. How are you? Uh oh, hanging in there. All right. That doesn't sound very positive. No, it isn't. Okay. Well, I hope things turn around. Uh, I hope so. Okay. Uh, you, you got a good game to look forward to, John. Got a bunch of good games. That's true, yeah. Good this, weekend. Which, not,
1: which, certainly not last night. Which, which yeah, oh
0: boy. Yeah, that oh. was a – I was telling Dave, I went home, watched that game, and I tried to get into it because I loved the NFL, but that was it's kind of boring. I mean, not, you know, the Texans aren't good and the Panthers seem okay. I thought the Panthers would blow them out, mm-hmm. and they they didn't. It was just kind of a dull game.
1: No, it was bad. Well, and, of course, it didn't help that Christian McCaffrey got hurt and they lose uh, their first-round cornerback and J.C. Horn and all that stuff. I thought Sam Darnold was okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, mean play it was just kind of okay. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. kind of walked away going, eh, all right. Yeah. Boy, Christian, Bob, and I were talking about this. McCaffrey, it's not worked out, John. What do you have
2: three games last year three games yeah, last year that
0: deal that's you, you always John giving a big deal to a running back and a pitcher in baseball is always for me a very shaky proposition mm-hmm. because both of them are, are set up to be injured.
1: Right, exactly, and particularly now uh, with guys throwing 95 to 98 miles an hour, you know they tend to go down, you know, with that Tommy John surgery or you know whatever, and so uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little scary, and the, you know, McCaffrey got 16 million dollars a year, most ever by a running back. And, uh, you know, now he's going to go on injured reserve for at least three weeks. And so, you know, that means that uh, he's only played five games so far and what probably is going to end up being the first uh, year, in, I mean, in the last year and a half.
2: Well, and I don't know how he's getting paid, but at the end of the year it'll be $32 million. Or oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And they kind of wanted him to be the the face of their franchise, right?
1: Yeah. Of course, I mean, when the face is in the training room all the time, yeah. it's hard to see
2: the face. Yeah.
0: So, John, uh, obviously we're getting a lot of questions about Josh Gordon, because the NFL has reinstated him. So, what do you what do you think? Does he come back with the Hawks? Is there another team that's likely to go after him? He gets he doesn't go anywhere. What do you think?
1: Well, remember, fortunately, we talked about this before anybody else, right? Oh, we didn't. No, the two of us didn't. I know that uh, Mike Salk and I talked about it. Yeah, um,
0: let's not confuse us with Salk. What are you doing, man? Yeah, come on. So sorry about that. Yeah. So, so <laughs> no, it's
1: like uh, you know he uh, the the key right now is he lives and he's training in Seattle. Okay. okay? And that's for the second straight year, at least the second straight year he's been here. And so because of that, I think it indicates what team he wants to be with. And so even though, you know, nobody on the Seahawks are going to confirm one way or another, if they're interested or not interested or anything of that nature, uh, I think what ends up happening, you know, whatever day it is next week early
2: that uh, he ends up signing with the practice squad with Seattle. Hey uh John what do you, what do you make of the the matchup Bengals going in. how Joe Burrow started out pretty mm-hmm. good uh, headed into Pittsburgh and how, how is Pittsburgh one of the least healthy teams right now I know they had They're pretty bad this week
1: yeah, yeah. I mean San Francisco San Francisco's down five running backs technically uh, because you know, actually four running backs, uh, and, and well, I think one's doubtful, so they could be down five running backs. So they're they're not in good shape. Kinlaw's still fighting a little bit of his knee, knee injury. You know, I put San Francisco toward the top, but uh, Baltimore obviously, Baltimore obviously is number one. No running backs there, right? Well, there, there's no running backs, and they had a list of eight guys that were that didn't practice today, and then we find out that. Uh, like about three or four of them have COVID-19, mm. and to have COVID-19 on a Friday, that means they're out, and so you know they don't have Ronnie Stanley at left left tackle. Uh, they had to cut uh, their left guard uh, because he, I mean, you put him on injured reserve. Uh, they're, you know, they have their first round pick still on injured reserve. I mean, they're a mess, and so now now they got the, you know, with Marcus Peters out, now some defensive players out. They're in really bad shape. But Pittsburgh's not in good shape. This week, and probably not for a while, because here you've got uh, Ben Roethlisberger. You know, he's got the uh, the uh, problem uh, on his left uh, his left arm. I mean, so that's that's not good. His pectoral injury, and so he's painful throwing the ball at any time he picks it up and throws it. And then you've got T. J. Ward banged up. You know, Joe Hay- Hayden's been banged up. Uh, so uh, they're not in good shape. And then Devin Bush has been, uh, he missed last week, probably missing this week. So, no, they're they are very vulnerable because, I mean, you would figure that the Bengals don't have much of a chance because they usually don't against Pittsburgh. <clears throat> now they probably do. I mean, you kind of look at this like uh, the Cincinnati-Chicago game a couple weeks ago where Chicago, you know, has had the offensive line issues, you know, because they you know, had 39-year-old Jason Peters go down, uh, and then, you know, his backup, he goes to go on injured reserve with a knee injury. They had Elijah Wilkerson at the right tackle, who's an undrafted guy from a couple years ago. And so, uh, you know, I think right now Cincinnati does have a chance to uh, win this game.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing what could be good news for the Steelers. Uh, T.J. Watt said he did enough work during practice this week that the door is open for him to play Sunday against the Bengals. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens there. Didn't Baltimore pick up Le'Veon Bell, right? Yeah, he's on the he's on the practice squad. So would he be called up, do you think, or is he no. not ready?
1: Or No, I mean, again, they've got uh, Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman, and so uh, they're in much better shape than uh, San Francisco because San Francisco doesn't have hardly anybody. You know, Hasty goes, he's, he's going to be out for some time with a high ankle sprain, and he was their third guy. Uh, you know, Mitchell, he gets hurt, so it's like, uh, no, it's like, you know the 49ers have nothing, and I bet you if you're the 49ers, you wish you had Latavius Murray, and you wish you had, uh, you know, the ability to get uh, Devonte Freeman.
2: What was T.J. Watt's injury again? Groin, groin, groin injury. Brian, yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, Stephen A. Smith chimed oh, in. Oh boy. Yeah, give this a listen, John. Tell you, let's get your reaction.
0: Shockingly, I'm going to tell you, Kyler Murray, and I'm fully aware of the greatness of Russell Wilson. He's a first, he's a future Hall of Famer, as far as I'm concerned. He's carried the Seahawks franchise on his back. I love me some Russell Wilson. He is special. But Kyler Murray, ladies and gentlemen, he's putting everybody on notice. He's 24 years old, okay? This brother already has passed for nearly 700 yards in two games this season, seven touchdowns, three interceptions. He's completing over 73% of his passes. And I'm looking at this dude just make things happen.
2: You forgot about the three interceptions, John. Mm -hmm. That he threw, but uh, what do you make of uh, what Stephen A. is saying there? Not good. I mean, it's wrong. I mean, again, it's like uh,
1: <laughs> you know, it's like uh, now now that he's got even a bigger platform and a bigger contract, he's you know starting to take the Colin Coward approach. It's like I'm, I'm looking for clickbites, so it's like uh, <clears throat> you know he gets clickbites by saying you know Tyler. Last I checked, I mean, Kyler Murray is going to be very good. There's no question about it. I have no doubt about that. But you're not going to pronounce him. Better than Russell Wilson in the third year. It's almost. I mean, you know, that honestly, and again, I know Stephen doesn't talk probably uh, to our favorite agent, uh, Mark Rogers, but it's like a, it's almost like when you know uh, Rogers and I got into that argument after the first contract for Russell Wilson when he said because uh, I said yeah you're you'll get uh, and and this is exactly I think the same profile of what. You know, we're all talking about because, you know, I said, well, I mean, right now Aaron Rodgers makes 22. So the best you're probably going to do is 21, eight or 21, nine. He goes, you're so old and so old school. You have no idea what you're talking about. You know nothing about the NFL. I'm getting 25. Did he get 25? Because he's not going to get, you know, the uh, second year quarterback, Third-year quarterback and the quarterback who's still young is not going to be able to top one of the top three quarterbacks in the league this early and in time. Maybe he's going to pass uh, Russell Wilson, but not now. And so it's like uh, Stephen A. Go back to basketball.
0: When, <laughs> when did you have that conversation with Mark Rogers? How long ago was that? Uh, that was in the
1: uh, the spring of the year that he uh, in his Russell's, first contract. Yeah, his first Big contract. contract.
2: Yeah, the yeah mm-hmm. when
1: he when he got the twenty-one. By, by the way, gee, how you got twenty one nine? How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so by the time you got the twenty one point nine million dollar contract, so that was because again I mean, he did that and got it done in the uh, in training camp. So it was probably in the spring, and then after that, I never talked to the guy. All
0: right, yeah. uh, Well, I was going to say, keeping with that theme of people that that we love to hear yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. I was well, going to play, play okay. him the cowherd.
2: Yeah. Or are we talking about Kyler Murray? Because yeah, real Kyler real Murray. quick, I just want to get one one, one yeah. thing in about Kyler Murray because. You know, where do you have him right now, John? Because I think he's a special player. Mm -hmm. Look, he goes out, he's thrown for over 700, and, you know, he's rushed for 50. But I'd say also this is after game two, okay? So Mm -hmm. let's calm down there. But if you had to rank Kyler Murray of the 32 starting quarterbacks, where would he be? He'd probably be about uh, seven or eight. Really? Somewhere in that category, yeah. Because
1: again, <clears throat> he's not going to beat out Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to beat out Tom Brady. I know. Sorry about this, uh, you know, Michael. Sorry about this. You know, he's not going to beat out Russell Wilson. I mean, you still have uh, Lamar Jackson out yeah. there, and uh, you know, so there's enough good quarterbacks ahead of him, but he's catching up pretty
2: fast. Yeah, I was going to say there's <clears throat> Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin. Also. Well, no, I know. He's. I think he's ahead of Justin Herbert. You think so? Well, because Herbert's only in his second year. Yeah but I don't know as far as the, the long run goes, but yeah, his, his mobility is definitely a factor. Mm-hmm. There's Dak Prescott to with. Right, right, Dak now. is ahead of uh Kyler Murray. Yeah. But you know, we'll see anyway. Sorry Bob. Go yeah. Ahead. Seven or
0: eight. Uh, uh I want to play you this cut. This is a rare, a rare moment where I think maybe Colin cowherd has a, poses a fair question here and I'd be curious to your answer he asked a question listen to this and, and give your thoughts Russell Wilson fools you into believing Seattle is a well-oiled machine and I'll ask the question that I asked in the offseason what does Seattle do well that Russell Wilson isn't connected to take out Russell they rushed for 60 yards they had 10 penalties for 100 yards they were dominated in time of possession their run defense was gashed. Tannehill threw for over 300 yards. Their drafting strategy in recent years has been weird as Pete Carroll suddenly has more control in the draft. Their seventh-round running back is markedly better than their first-round running back. Russell makes everything work. So the initial question of what do they do that's special that doesn't involve Russell, what would you say to that?
1: Win. They didn't win on Sunday, but they win. They won 12 games last but year. But that involves Russell, though. Yeah, that involves Russell. But, I mean, I mean, let's put it this way. Anything in the NFL involves a quarterback, and if you don't have the quarterback, you don't win. Simple as that. But, uh, you know, did he not uh, look in the fact in the second half of the season the defense got much better? It's deeper right now. There's more talent. I mean, Pete Carroll did not get more control over things. I mean, he still has the same control that he has when he came in and uh, his first year it's like he it's like you listen to what colin Coward said being prompted obviously by mark rogers and uh it's just loaded with mistakes and it's like and uh, it, all he wants to do is you know support russell because of uh mark and he wants to uh rip pete and it's like it's crazy and stupid
2: yeah well and i guess i would ask if you if you look at here's the question i would ask yeah. where do Where does Seattle, particularly, and if you include Russell Wilson in there, you really can only talk about the defense Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. he touches everything that's on the offense. But but as far as the defense goes, where where do you think they hang their hat? Because, like, 2019, they had 32 takeaways. It was second or third. You know, last year, I'd say the second half sacks, you know, they did really well. But as far as the defense this year... What do you think they hang their hat on? Because they're not off to a good start. No, but again, uh, I, you know, I, I keep saying this because uh, you know
1: people keep not listening. Is that uh, look at look at the league right now with the mobile quarterbacks and how far the offenses are ahead of the defenses? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, is he is uh, you know Colin Coward going to come out and say Andy Reid has no idea what he's doing? Well, they're 32nd on defense, mm-hmm. even though they've got you know a 22 21 million dollar uh, defensive tackle end and Chris Jones and, you know, they're paying $20 million for Frank Clark and, you know, they've, you know, $4
2: million for Jaron Reed.
1: Yeah. For the mid nine here. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like a, uh, yeah. So it's like, okay. So you look at that and number two is Baltimore and Baltimore, even though now they're got problems on defense with injuries, you know, they're, they're 31st. So yeah. Second worst. So yeah. it's then, and then where are the Rams? I think the Rams are like about 19 or 20 after being number one last year Defenses are just off to a slow start. I mean, Colin, why don't you watch a game? Why don't you try to follow the lick instead of just picking up information from different people and then spewing out uh, stupid stuff? <laughs>
0: 710 710. I like this Clayton. The Mac and Jacks. Yeah, he's, he's just up for no foolishness. Oh, I like today. all Claytons, but this yeah.
2: this one's particularly good on a Friday.
0: If you guys have questions for John, text him in 710 710 to the Mac and Jacks text line. Mm-hmm. This is one that'll make him happy. Yo, Professor, clearly flowers can't hang. Stefan Gilmore a possibility? <laughs> no. Yeah, let's just go get like $20 million in,
2: of cap space. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, give, what's get, his
0: injury? It's a quad, right? He's out. Yeah, no
2: more.
1: yeah, and so it's like, uh, and you know, he's out for six weeks, so he's on pup. So it's like, if you get him, you get him for ten games. And New Orleans right now is trying to make a big offer to get him, so you have to pay more draft choices. Oh, they so, are.
0: Oh yeah, Saints yeah. are going after him. Okay. Yeah,
1: well, because they don't have anything at the cornerback position right now. I mean, sure they've got uh, Desmond Trufant, but it's like uh, that's all they have.
0: What is, what is Gilmore what's that going to cost a team whether it's the Saints or anybody what are they getting in return?
1: Mm I'd say probably a first and
0: a third. First and a third. Huh? And so it's like you want to
1: give up particularly after giving up the draft choices for Jamal Adams. I mean you just not want to have, you just want to ignore the draft and next year's draft is going to be really good. So it's like uh, I mean, I just shake your head and say, what do you, he's like, no, it's not, I mean, it's you know, just because he's a big name and a big
2: availability, you know, it doesn't mean that they're going to go get him. Yeah. Have you been following uh, Jaron Reed at all, by the way? Not really. And just, it's amazing that that happened, John. That yeah. really did not need to happen. I wonder if his agent was Mark Rogers. No. Uh, no, but I mean, uh, Mark <laughs> only has one client. I know, <laughs> but uh, I had just another chance to, yeah, to rip him, yeah. uh, but yeah, that was something that it's really unfortunate. I'm looking at uh, he had a quarterback hit in the first game. Mm-hmm. He's got like three tackles, but it just seemed like he really did not want to be here, and that's that's surprising to me because you know they could have cut him a check for nine million dollars. He would still be a free agent at the end of the year, and he chose to go to Kansas City, where like you said, they're giving up lots of yardage. No, I, I think it, it was a kind of a not as bad, but I mean a Levy and Bell type of move
1: where he was thinking. I'm insulted. You're offering 9 million dollars. Is that all you're offering? Because again, you, you know, you liked it here. You know how popular he was in the locker room and how much he liked dancing with everybody in the locker room and with the music and stuff like that when we were able to watch the locker room. So no, I don't think it was a matter that he didn't want to be a Seahawk. It was a matter that he didn't want to make 9 million bucks. And guess what?
2: He got 4. Yeah, so he wanted to he he wanted it restructured. And you're right about well, I'm not sure about dancing in the locker mm-hmm. room, but I knew I didn't I know realize this. he was such a fan of dancing. <laughs> yeah. no, but Jaron Reed used to uh, host all the D linemen, yeah. right? I mean, everybody would go over to over to Jay Reed's, and you know, the D line group, and it was a tight group, and mm-hmm. you know, he would he would cook and everything. So, yeah, it's it's too bad. That's yeah,
1: that's it is, and of course, I mean, you know, he's given them the freedom to uh, take you know Chris Jones and put him on the outside at defensive end at different times when Chris is such a dominant inside type of player, but also, I mean. They're 32nd in the league on defense. And again, it's not because they're not good. It's just because of the way things are right now in the national football league.
0: Uh, 710 is the Mac and Jack's text line three, what is the deal with Sherman and will he land in Tampa? How much will they have to give up to get it? Well, he's, three he's a agent. free agent. Free so agent. So like, yeah. uh, can he contribute? So what do you, yeah. what do you think?
1: I mean, right now I know there's interest in new Orleans, Tampa Bay and San Francisco, not apparently Seattle. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, I, you know, you figure if, uh, don't want to insult Richard, because I mean, I love this guy, uh, is that, uh, it's probably just going to be two and a half to 3 million. I don't know if he's going to get the, the four, uh, $3.2 million that, uh, you know, KJ Wright was able to get from the Raiders, you know,
2: maybe at the most he can get three, but that's going to be it. Boy, somebody just texted in this hurts and they're right. So they said, so you're saying Malik McDowell has better stats than Jaron Reed. He does. Mm-hmm. He's got a tackle for a loss at least in the the game against Kansas, Kansas City, mm-hmm. and that's that's amazing. That to me, I mean, that was. You know, can you kind of go back and go, yeah, Schneider was right on this guy. I mean, you know, we'll see. It's two now. games, Dave. Yeah, two I games. Know, I know, but I mean, if yeah, you're right. But I mean, you you get to a certain point where if he's continuing. Along this path, I just—it's just shocking to me because I'm surprised he's even in the league. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to say. I mean, his behavior, and you know, after the accident and everything. uh, I mean, I'm happy for him, but it's just too bad he couldn't be doing it here.
1: Yeah, just remember, it's a sprint. I mean, it's not just a sprint; it's a marathon, marathon. and a lot of things uh, you know happen during a marathon. So we'll see. But uh, I'm you happy for him because at least now he didn't have a career after the accident. Now he has a career.
0: Yep. Uh, two, five, three was asking, and I just lost it, but they were asking about, Oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. Could we pick up golden Tate? Can't believe he's unsigned.
1: They could. But of course, I mean, you know, do you want to pick up golden Tate? Which I think could be a little bit of a problem, but also, I mean, you know, they're going to pick up Josh Gordon next week. I think, I mean, again, this is my opinion. This is not coming from the Seahawks because the Seahawks will not tip their hand wisely one way or another. But, uh, you know, I, you know, I, he, you know, Gordon lives in Seattle. He's a former Pro Bowl player. Sure, he's not as good as he was in his first couple years in the league, but you saw him out there. He does a lot of good things. And so, uh, you know, and he's faster than Golden Tate. He's younger than Golden Tate. So, uh, you know, the answer right now, and again, it'll take him a few weeks to get uh, on board because, again, he's not going to play, obviously, in the Thursday night game if he signs to the practice squad this week because, you know, just, you know, getting himself back with the playbook and all that stuff. But no, I think Josh Gordon is the guy that now, will come in and be the extra receiver
0: where's golden tate at in his career is he i mean just in terms of the way he's viewed around the league as he looked at his old he's older, got nothing older, left older, or... older
1: slot guy because yeah. you know he's he's purely slot i mean he's still good but he's not
2: great anymore but he's there's still a lot of football left in him you know it's funny that the texters tend to always ask about mm-hmm. ex seahawks oh yeah yeah hey what, what about kj hey what about justin Britt? Mm-hmm.
0: by the way Justin, we saw brit last night yeah. yeah yeah
2: looked looked okay
0: yeah, on a, bad not a good team. team. Not a yeah. good team, no. John, you doing
1: your show tomorrow? Yeah, now it's going to be a short show from 8 until 9.30 because Washington State pregame begins at 9.30. So we'll be taking your calls from 8 to 9.30. Wow, short
0: window for calls. I know. Doesn't Washington State know what they're interrupting?
1: Uh, apparently not.
0: They just don't care.
1: I mean, I, you know, right now they're not happy with Tim, uh, the, the head coach, because you know I think the president came out today and almost said – you know, for the record that he hasn't taken a vaccination. Oh, okay.
0: Well, yeah. we'll see. maybe you'll take calls on that. We'll see what why happens. The, why do the Cougars hate John Clayton?
1: <laughs> That's the question. No, it's like.
2: Just uh, joking. I know, joking.
0: I know. All, All right, it. say hi to Pat. Okay. Have a great good. weekend, John. We'll talk to you on Monday. Okay, thanks. There you go. If you missed any of today's cold, hard facts brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill, you can download the podcast at 710sports.com. He's fiery today. Yeah, I like I like that version of Clayton. You like the, you like the, well, the spicy
2: Clayton. He, he was you know early on saying, "Yeah, well, it's just okay of a day," and everybody's like, "Oh, what's wrong?" And I don't know if it was the goons at AT and <laughs> or goons. maybe he didn't get his paper this morning. So that got him a little <laughs> fired up. Maybe you know maybe we we should go over there and like steal his paper, do something every day to get him fired up. <laughs> every day,
0: where's that damn paper? Yeah, that's, uh, it, it, boy, I, I'm just still not quite clear on how he feels about Mark Rogers. I'd love him to open up on that one and just get to the bottom. Do You like him, you don't like him, because we're really unclear.
2: Dude, we're... that is entertaining. <laughs> that <laughs> whole feud right there.
0: Okay, coming up, uh, got to talk Mariners. Now, you say Kikuchi is scheduled to start on Tuesday for the Mariners, but the question is, should he? We'll talk about that next with Wyman and Bob on 710 ESPN Seattle.